welcome. You've got mail. Breaking news here on TechStream. My name is Seth Everett. I am the guy with two VPNs fighting each other. He is Shelly Palmer, second in line in the bid for Twitter. <laughs> Welcome to TechStream. <laughs> I've been waiting for that. Uh, if you are listening to this as it's released, we just finished recording it, literally <laughs> minutes ago. Uh, and it was the best laid plans because we're not going to lie. Like we sometimes record a podcast a couple of days in advance. I mean, it, it's conducive to our busy schedules. It could have not this one. This one was the news on Monday, April 25th. Now, if you're listening to this in the future and you know what happens to Twitter, do us a favor, tweet us and let us know. Also, let us know how the flying car is. Um, this was breaking news. Elon Musk is going to own Twitter when it closes. $44 billion, and it's the only thing in tech right now. It's certainly the biggest thing in tech right now. And I got to tell you, more people are more divided about this. I, I think no kidding. Gun <laughs> I think gun control is less of a divisive issue than Elon Musk and Twitter. I think masks. abortion rights, uh, masks, I mean, <laughs> COVID, everything is less contentious than this. I have never seen a nation divided over one man's like business than this. It's crazy. Yeah. Everybody on the free speech part is, you know, well, he's going to bring Trump back. And then the other ones are like, oh, my God, it's the best thing ever. And it's like the worst thing ever. It's unbelievable. Oh, the greatest tweet I saw all day after the news broke. Elon Musk now owns a lot of porn. <laughs> this is look. Uh, let's start at the beginning. Why does he want it? Forget that he has $44 billion, billion that's with a B, expendable money that he can he can well spend. let's let's be clear he wasn't liquid enough to do this without raising money he's the richest man on earth on paper but he had to put together a consortium of banks right. and others to help him come up with the cash to take twitter private which he regardless, did regardless but why does he want to do that well first you need to ask elon musk really what's on his mind my suspicion and it's just suspicion or speculation is that he knows what I know, what you know, what most people know. Twitter is nothing but potential. It has been very poorly run over the last several years. And it really hasn't innovated. It really hasn't lived up anywhere near its potential. And although it only has a few hundred million people uh, on any given moment that are paying attention to it from a user perspective, it fights so far above its weight. And, you know, if there was no Twitter, you'd need to invent it. It's a one-to-many way for people to broadcast. And while, and, and there are whole industries that live on Twitter. The tech industry is giant on Twitter. Journalism industry. Journalism, politics. There are whole industries that really depend on this platform to get the word out in a one-to-many way. Remember, all tweets, for better or for worse, are out of context just by nature of what they right. are. I don't like people who will tweet something that will go, wow, that was wild. And then you have to say, what was wild? What are you? Yeah, doing? it takes a minute. To, you need to be part of these conversations to be part of them. But one way or the other, I, I think he wants it because I think he wants it to be better. And I think but it, it can he wants be better. It like, like the way Superman wants to save the cat out of the tree. 
He just wants to do it because he can? Well, that's, again, a great question for Elon Musk. I, I think that... I don't have him on the show. I have you. He's not booked until July. Yeah, I know. At the end of the day, I think he is a believer in his conception of free speech, which I believe is what's scaring the daylights out of everybody. Because, look, Mark Zuckerberg, for better or for worse, is the president of the internet. There are seven and a half billion-ish people on Earth. There's roughly four point something billion people on the public internernet and 3.7 billion of them have Facebook accounts so roughly three you out compare of four that to Twitter what what you know Twitter's a couple hundred million users all in so that's these it. are that's not, it like yeah, comparatively yeah. Facebook dwarfs Twitter yeah yeah TikTok dwarfs Twitter that, that, that but Twitter again fights above its weight but my point is the only thing worse than Mark Zuckerberg not weighing in on what should be on Facebook personally, meaning not being the responsible president of Facebook, would be if he was. Mm -hmm. Because whose worldview do you want imposed on yours? So Jack Dorsey had some terms and conditions when he was the CEO, and the current terms and conditions of Twitter, basically, they do the best they can. It's not enough. It's not close to enough. The bots are rampant. The The anonymity problem is rampant and you know is it going to be better if one human being is in charge here are the things that would make twitter better let's start there forget about why elon musk wants it because he now has it so it doesn't matter what his motivation is but let's talk about what's wrong with twitter and what could be potentially solved and what most people i know think elon musk will attempt to solve we'll start there Twitter is in the anonymity business. They do have that little check for verified users. Like I'm a verified user, you're a verified user, and they know who we are. And you know we are, quote, people that Twitter has verified as who we are. Great. The vast majority of people on Twitter are not verified. And many of them are bots. Uh, some are malevolent bots, some are benevolent, but they are bots nonetheless. I get followed by people with one follower, two followers, Oh, I get, you know, all the, I get all the time. messages from them all the time. And messages and usually pejorative messages. You're too stupid to own a smartphone. One follower, you know, it's like following 50 people. It has one or two followers. So clearly a bot clear. And a lot of times the pictures are generated by uh, this person does not exist.com. You know, they're, well, they're AI generated. Can I go pictures. on a quick, quick tangent? Whenever sure. Twitter has tried to purge bots, you see people who lose 20,000, 30,000, 40,000 followers, and you know they were purchased. Sometimes I had, oh. sometimes <laughs> I, I, I knew a musician. I, I knew, a, I, I know a musician who had about 600,000 followers. She has about 50,000 now. In the first great purge, I had 220,000 followers that I had earned from day one. In the first great purge, I lost 100,000 of them. Wow. And I, some would be bots, but nowhere near that number. Now I'm down to like 41,000 bot, uh, bots, 41,000 followers. And I just, <laughs> it was, you know, it, it just, they keep, they keep doing whatever they're doing. But by the way. But whatever they, they do, I like that I'm only losing like 100. I feel, the good I, news I, I don't have a massive number, but I, I feel like the people that follow me are real. And that's important. And the way you know is when by the responses, right? right? If you do something and people respond, Twitter only ever shows your tweets to about 5% of your followers. So that's sort of how the algorithm works. It's never really much more than that. 
unless people start to really interact with it. At the end of the day, Twitter is in the anonymity business. And what that means is anyone can have an account, including a bot. And so there's very little accountability. Certainly the verified accounts are verified, but the ones that aren't rampant bots and no one's policing this stuff past the point. Facebook is just as bad or worse. Now they're much, much larger. They're a reflection of our culture. You look at Facebook, they are in the identity business. They literally sell advertising based on the identity of people, right? They create these enriched profiles and they will sell you people based on their enriched profiles. Twitter doesn't have anywhere near the information Facebook has because you're anonymous on Twitter or can be. So I think what one of the first things that Elon Musk is going to do for better or for worse is he's going to make everybody authenticate so that they get rid of, they do their best to get rid of the, the um, malevolent does bot that, traffic. Does that mean that the, you know, the, the people that I know that are like, you know, broadcasters that have not been verified, the radio play-by-play voice of the New York Knicks is not verified. Why? I think he'll fix that quickly. That, that'll get fixed, right? I think so, because it would really help the platform if people were who they were. That would be very helpful. Agreed. It wouldn't solve everything because on Facebook, it doesn't solve everything, but it would certainly help. So I think we could see that. He's made it clear that he has a definition of free speech. Now, freedom of the press is mentioned in the First Amendment. Mm -hmm. It's the only industry called out in uh, the document at all, right? I mean, it is the only industry called out. I think people misunderstand the First Amendment almost always. It really basically says the government cannot tell you what to think right. and cannot prevent you or arrest you for saying what you believe. Again, you can't cry fire in a crowded theater is the sort of the case that everybody puts up there and says, look, it's testable. There are things you can't say, but the government cannot put you in jail theoretically for saying something, you know, President Biden's a blank, President Trump's a blank. You're not going to, you're not going to jail for that. Now, freedom of the press does not entitle you to freedom of consequences, right? You know, that's nothing. To, and by the way, in the First Amendment, it specifically and only is about what the government can and cannot do to you. It has nothing to do with a private enterprise or your friends or human right. beings, right. citizens of the they United can States. Fire you, right? You can it's be fired you're... for saying something, even yeah. if it is your freedom to say what it is. You, you can't can get arrested. Yeah, you can say whatever you want, but it's not freedom of consequences. And you, look, your boss can tell you we wear purple shirts. Yeah. And if you're an at-will employee and you don't wear a purple shirt, you right. can get fired. And you can say, well, this is my right to freedom. My freedom of speech is like that doesn't exist. The government can't arrest you for wearing purple shirts and it can't tell you not to wear purple shirts. It's not going to. Your boss has all the rights in the world to tell you, hey, right. my company address wear purple shirts. A, yeah, a dress, dress code, code at any office. And, right. you know, if it's in the employee handbook and we fire people that don't adhere to the dress code, you get fired. So everyone thinks somehow we have some inalienable right to freedom of speech. We don't. And we certainly don't have freedom of consequence between each other and or our employers and or any entity, the only thing we have is we live in, we are very lucky to live in a country where you can say anything you want about the government, you can protest, you can do all kinds of things and the government's not gonna put you in jail for sedition or whatever, because you happen to say, you think, there's no thought police in the United States uh, from a government perspective. But Elon Musk 
Seth, Elon Musk has a very specific idea of what free speech means. And he is going to enact that. But and so you, his worldview is that is what's a direct reflection on Trump. I don't know. A lot of people, about half, think that Trump's getting his account back. No, about half don't know. <laughs> well, a lot of people are saying that if, if he gets his account back, and I'm not saying this, but if he gets his account back, uh, they want off. Yeah, want nonsense. I, um, I, I, I will. I'll be nonsense. full disclosure. Uh, I've never followed Donald Trump. I didn't follow Elon Musk until like an hour ago. I just yeah, so now he has 81 million and one followers. The thing is, follower. Seth, right. it doesn't matter what people say. It matters what they do. Everybody talks about, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm never going to use Facebook again. I'm never going to use uh, Snapchat again. I'm never going on TikTok. It's like, yeah, TikTok's the number one site in the world. It surpassed Google in January. It's the number one visited website in the world. Um, so somebody's using it. Right. I get that everyone says they don't, but I guess, you know, People used to read Playboy for the articles. What do I, I, you know, the stats are the stats. So will people leave Twitter if if he reinstates certain people? I think what would be nice is if they applied their rules evenly, so that everyone had to abide by the same rules. I think that would be really nice. There is a I could argue both sides of this. Should a sitting president uh, be censored in any way? Is it in? If you're a news organization, I think you have to say no. I think you have to cover the president. If you're a private platform and with terms and conditions and you don't like the way someone using your platform is using the platform and they're again, you know, they violated your terms and conditions, I think you have the sovereign right to do what you want as a private company. Twitter's a private company. Uh, people are now going to scream, it's public, you buy shares. Folks, no, it, no, it doesn't matter. Public company, private, that's, that's fiscal ownership. It's not a non-government organization and it's not the government. It's a private company that happens to be owned using a vehicle called public shares. But that's not, it's, it's, it's a quote public company, <laughs> but that's about ownership. It's privately held by the people who own shares in it. So private companies have terms and conditions as we just described, and they can set those terms and conditions. One would hope that when Elon Musk takes the company private, meaning the ownership uh, tools will no longer be availing themselves of publicly available shares that will trade on exchanges, uh, but will be the shares will now be privately held by Elon, <laughs> basically, right. and the investors that are helping him buy the company and taking it private. Um, yeah, at the end of the day, he'll set the terms and conditions, and I hope he applies them evenly. But, you know, Musk, oh, Musk has said Twitter has to be really cautious with permanent bans. He's got a bunch of quotes that make me think, you know, he has a very strong point of view about this. Let's just say that. Well, it's what's what's going to be interesting is the reactions. What I hope is I, I love what you said about the verification. Where do you sit on the edit button? That's something that's very important. Twitter hasn't innovated their product substantially in a long time. And you have to analyze how certain industries use Twitter to determine whether an edit button makes sense or doesn't make sense. I think it makes sense, but I think you should always be able to edit your, your work and you know not just have to be forced to delete it. You know, Twitter started off as a communications tool. 
right? It was direct messaging. And the tech industry uses it that way to this day. All the engineers I know all sort of converse on Twitter and they do so in a very nice and interesting way. The political types will make announcements in a one-to-many broadcast way. Brands use it like they use TV commercials. They just put nonsense out there and expect people to react. Uh, I'm sorry, brands, most, most consumer packaged goods just don't need Twitter accounts. It's nonsense. It's customer service might, but unless you're advertising and marketing in a very specific way, and unless you've got a community of practice or a community of passion or a community of interest around your product, which you might, many brands do, uh, but a lot of brands just shouldn't be there. But one way or the other, the advertising and marketing peeps use it a certain way. The tech community uses it a certain way. Politicians use it a certain way, but it's never the first choice. You're a mom and you're, you're snack mom or snack dad today, right? And how are you going to communicate to the other team parents that you are bringing snack or who needs to bring the Mac and cheese and who's bringing the cheese doodles and who's bringing the taco chip or whatever. Like what would be your first platform of choice to do that? Would it be a Facebook group? Would it be a WhatsApp group? Would it be a Facebook messenger group? Would it, you got 50 things you would use before you would use Twitter to do that. Right. 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 So it's not really a communications platform for everybody. It's a communications platform for the people that it works for. Right. And the bot traffic and the bot responses, especially the malicious ones, are really, really problematic. I, I think it's important to understand what everyone's getting into here. If you want to win a Twitter war, and I've got an article called at ShellyPalmer.com called How to Win a Twitter War. And it's really any social media war. You we talk about it on the podcast too. Yeah, it, you, you take the most subtle issue you can imagine and you make it binary you make it us against them i don't care what the issue is just make it us against them and then you take the negative side and you push it as hard as you can and what happens by the numbers is everybody that's on the negative side is with you people on the positive side start telling everybody look at this we have to we have to comment on this and they're with you you win when you're on the positive side the people who agree with you ignore you because they agree with you and the people on the negative side So you only get half. So the negative tweets do much, much better than the positive tweets, always. And the more aggressive and the nastier and the more divisive, the more successful. And so the bot traffic that drives that narrative, you and your cue ball brain, and you go see who did it. And it's like the person has two followers and is following 80 people. They have two followers, 80 people. You look closely at the picture. It's a picture that was generated at this person does not exist.com. You can tell it's an AI generated picture. It, all the tweets it has are negative tweets and they're short and they're aimed they're politically or they're subject matter specific. You think you can't tell that's an AI generated bot? Come on, folks. And, but, but someone who's less sophisticated will look at that and now you start to get tweet volume And once you get volume and velocity on Twitter, the algorithm favors you. Wow. So how you win a Twitter war? You incite the negative bots. You incite the negative comments. You incite the the negativity. The positive people will be forced to respond. It gets you the highest number of engagements. And I think Elon's going to just have to deal with that. And please don't ever anyone think this is going to be dealt with by AI. It's not going to happen. 
can't be done. Not in our science. What about, you know, the journalism aspect I think is, is fascinating. You know, uh, we didn't do a podcast on this, but I've talked about this on other, in other platforms. Uh, ESPN paid Adam Schefter $9 million. He breaks his news on Twitter. Yeah. For free. Yeah. He doesn't get paid to tweet. Like, well, he does get paid to tweet. Like they're paying him not to break news on television. They're paying him to tweet. So my point earlier, Seth, is that Twitter is a terrible product as digital products go. Let me make my case for you. Every single celebrity has a Twitter account. Every television program has a Twitter account. Every news program has a Twitter account, more than one, and they push the narrative on Twitter every day. Twitter receives more free advertising than any product in the world, and they still only have a couple hundred million followers and no one cares. If you had that much advertising for Seth Everett, you'd be Kim Kardashian. Right. If I had that much free advertising, I don't know what would happen because, you know, I'm much handsomer than you. But at the end of the day, no entity has ever received as much free advertising as Twitter ever. Not Facebook, not TikTok, not Snapchat, not WhatsApp, not Instagram. Every single TV show for the last forever that I can remember. Twitter, 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 at this, at that, at the next thing. And they still only have a couple hundred million users. Then most of them, the biggest accounts, don't tweet that much. You have over 50 million followers. Go look at the uh, Twitter volume, at the tweet volume and velocity. These aren't people putting out, you know, 50 tweets a day. Right. And so making you wonder what's going on with the platform. So Elon's got his hands full. You know, he's, he's got a quote here I really like. He calls spam bots the most annoying problem on TikTok. And he said, if his Twitter bid succeeds, he will defeat the spam bots or die trying. It feels a little bit aggressive and maybe somewhat hyperbolistic, but that would make Twitter a much better place. And so I think on balance, uh, I'm going to incite a lot of haters here. I don't, I don't think this is going to be as bad as people think. It's time for innovation at Twitter. And please don't take this as me thinking I, I'm, I'm down on Twitter. I have, I don't know, 41 and a half thousand followers on Twitter. I use it every day. We tweet a couple times a day. I'm actually a big fan of the program. Full disclosure, Twitter is a client. Um, I love the people there. They are wonderful. They are smart. They just haven't innovated. And I would say this, I have actually said this. I mean, I'm not talking, uh, you know, out of school. And these problems we're articulating here are not new or original thoughts. Twitter's got some real issues they have to solve. Is this going to give the company the ability to do that without analysts breathing down their neck? I mean, Seth, when's the last time Twitter had a, a, a positive earnings call? What, I, I don't think they made any money in the last eight or 10 years. Yeah. So were they about to have another bad earnings call? Is that why the board did this? I mean, people will know, hindsight will tell us, right? But at the end of the day, all the shareholders got a pretty good promote and Elon's going to take them out. If he runs this company like he runs his other companies, he'll put a good team of people in there and they'll do the best they can. Right. Right. And, you know, and there'll be some, would the worst thing in the world be if Donald Trump gets his Twitter account back? Will he take it? He's got his truth social thing. Will, is that his, will he kill that and go back to Twitter? Will he just stay on truth social? Cause he needs to promote that. And it's, that's where he's making his own personal money. Uh, I who knows and is that what people are going to talk about is that the important part I hope not because Twitter has the potential 
to be much more important and it could be so much better than it is. And my hope is that if it's taken private and this deal closes the way it's supposed to, that, you know, something good will happen. And if not, okay. You know the good news? If Twitter doesn't get it right, it'll leave a giant hole in the marketplace. Something will take its place. Yeah, they'll, 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 they'll work on it. Um, if this is a referendum on Twitter, uh, I want to say both personally and professionally, uh, Twitter to me has been mostly wonderful. Um, I got to work with and meet Prince because of a tweet. So I'll never, I'll never, ever forget that. Um, what I always say to me is Twitter's greatest night was the night the United States captured and killed Osama bin Laden. I was at Citizens Bank Park in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania in 2011. The Phillies had 50,000 people in their ballpark for a Sunday night game between the Phillies and the Mets. And news broke that the United States got him. And the, the president of the Phillies ran to the press box and told the TV networks, the radio networks, and all the writers, nobody report this. Like, don't put it on your, it's not confirmed. And don't put it on the scoreboard. Don't make an announcement. Don't put it on the public address. Nothing. And by the fourth inning, 50,000 people were chanting USA, USA, USA. And I, I looked at the press box. I was sitting next to a guy or a longtime radio icon, uh, Howard Eskin. And I just said, this is Twitter's greatest night. Because it spread like wildfire on a platform like Twitter. It turned out to be true. Mm -hmm. And it was official two hours later. But for that moment, 50,000 people were in unison chanting USA, USA. I always thought I, I that has gone down. This is tw 11 years later. It's Twitter's greatest night. Look, there are when Twitter is good. It's good when it's great. It's great. And when it's bad, it's really bad. And so like everything. There's a wide range of outcomes for every tweet. There's a wide range of outcomes for every user. Um, Elon says he's going to take the algorithm. He's going to make it more transparent. He might open source it. You know what? When this deal closes, if it closes, and my suspicion is it will, we're going to figure it out. I'm interested to see how Twitter's share price responds to this over time. Obviously, there was a bump today. We'll see how it goes. It'll be interesting to see after it uh, goes private, when the deal closes, what, what changes happen. Mm -hmm. Right. What real changes happen? Does the platform become more usable or less usable, more popular or less popular? How but will don't people lose really snark. respond? I want the snark. Keep the snark there. The funny. Keep the funny there. Yeah, well, God knows there's plenty of funny on Twitter. Uh, and, and one of the funniest things on Twitter is what we're reading today about Elon. I would... Ugh. If you really want some entertainment while I, stuff. I'm really thrilled great. you're listening to TechStream, when you're done... Just have a quick little look. Just you know, type in at Elon and see what happens. You will, you will, you'll, you'll, you'll get your fill of funny. Yeah, it's, 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 it's very, it's very, very comical. 
Uh, Twitter is the, I'll be honest, it's the platform I go to first. Uh, it's the one that I, I share my podcast on first. It's, it, I don't know. I, I'm, a, I'm a fan. Even though it's a toxic cesspool, uh, I'm a fan. And I, I just, I want to see the upgrades. I want to see it get better. Um, we shall see. Probably next week we'll re- be reacting to this. That's what I would think. Uh, but we've got plenty of big time things coming in the tech stream horizon. Shelly, good thing we waited. If we wait another day, what news will break? That's how we do tech stream. <laughs>